You're listening to the Average Sports Guys podcast with Eddie and Marcus. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Yo, yo. This is Marcus and Eddie here. Let's go. And we are the Average Sports Guys. This is the Average Sports Guys podcast. Yes, sir. Today is August 21st, and this is episode 35. Cinco. And oh, let's see. So last week we went over a few, well, we just did the one division. Yeah. So we did the AFC East. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week... We're actually going to kind of do two yes, um, divisions per episode, mm-hmm. only because we are getting close. At, what are we, just about, f- well, a little less than 30 days away yeah. from week one. So we're going to mm-hmm. try to squeeze these in. Um, so this week, we're going to do the NFC and the AFC West. Yes, sir. Um, so before we get into that, mm-hmm. um, quick question. Did you know... And have you watched the new Hard Knocks? Did you know that it was out? I did know it was out, but I have to catch up. Okay. My life's been crazy. So I didn't even realize it was out. So I I remember seeing like the commercial or whatever that they were going to be covering both the L.A. teams, the Rams yes. and the Chargers. Yep. Uh, so I was like, oh, okay. But then I was just thinking like something, I guess, in the back of my mind told me because COVID mm-hmm. is, is going on. So I'm like, oh, they're not going to have Hard Knocks. And then... I saw, I want to say it was on Twitter or something. Somebody had, they were talking about like Sean McVay. Yeah. So then I was like, well, is is there like really episodes of Hard Knocks? So anyway, so we we have HBO, so I just checked it out. So they're only two episodes deep anyway. Well, I got to um, catch up. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it's pretty good. Um, it's like you know, normal hard knocks or whatever. It is weird though, because they switch between the two teams. Right. Um, I think that's a cool like, dynamic though. So, cause you get more than one team type of thing. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. And so, I mean, obviously the teams aren't like practicing with each other. Right. Um, and all that type of stuff. So, but it'll just like switch from like the Rams and what they got going on. So it'd be like Sean McVay, talking to you know his coaching staff and then all of a sudden it'll switch to anthony lynn uh-huh. and he's doing something and like wait a minute like so it's, and then because the colors especially with practice gear dude like the colors are similar similar so it's like if you're not paying Pay attention, attention the, yeah. like the whites will throw you off there you go yeah so but i mean it's it's pretty cool um i think you'll find it funny especially like in the first episode there's a um a little uh, like segment or whatever with uh, like Aaron Donald is in it and this other little dude. That dude is a freak of nature, man. <laughs> oh, I know. So the dude is like yoked up. <laughs> and then there's this other dude, cornerback. Um, I don't remember the guy's name. Some He's like a bubble guy. He's yeah. like gets cut, ends up on the practice squad, gets called up, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a little skinny dude. Mm-hmm. And so he's like flexing on Aaron Donald. <laughs> and he's like, man, you all right over there? You all right over there? You know, so like I thought it was like funny. Um, and it's crazy because like the last time we saw the Rams on Hard Knocks was with Jeff Fisher and that 79 stuff. Right. Oh, man. I, that, I, I, that was one of my favorite seasons. How many years ago? That was the first year they went to L.A. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So that was what? Was that three, four years ago? Yeah, three, four years ago. Yeah. yeah, because last year was the Raiders because yep. that was the only Hard Knocks since we've started the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So last year was the Raiders. The year before that was the Cleveland Browns. It was the Browns. And then I think the year before that it might have was, been a, was the now who was it? It was somebody else because this is McVay's third Bay? year. I think it was Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, and then and Bible. then before then yeah, I think the it was the Rams. Yeah. Um, that's right. Before that it was Tampa Bay because I remember the whole thing they did with Jameis Winston with his girlfriend at the house and all that. I remember. Yep, you're right. Okay. It was Tampa Bay. Yep. Yeah. Um. Man, I just I always wonder if if Washington will ever be on there. Like, they need to, we, but it's like we always seem to find a way to skirt out of it because it's like we'll either back into the playoffs. So you know, if you make the playoffs, you don't have to be in it. Right. We'll get a new coach. Mm-hmm. So if you get a new coach, you don't have to be in it um, or or on it. Um, what other? It's like it's like all these different things that just gets you out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, again, me personally, for just being a fan of obviously my team, I think it would be cool. I say it all the time. Um, and then, like I said, you get people who are always, um, you know, just like, oh, it's just the cameras are a distraction, blah blah blah. I don't give a shit. Mm-mm. Like we're we haven't been any good. Like I don't care. Like it doesn't matter. Um, but who knows? Maybe maybe next year. Right. Um, but anyway, yeah, so there's that. So, yeah, so you'll have to watch those two episodes and tell me what you think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was entertained for, like, what it was. It's, like, crazy, like, yeah. getting to see, um, <clears throat> like, when they enter the facilities and stuff, like, them getting tested. And I didn't realize Anthony Lynn had the coronavirus, like, before they had all started reporting to camp. I think he got it, like, mm-hmm. earlier. Um, and they may have said it, but I didn't pay attention. But I think it was sometime in, like, April or May or something. Right. Um, but yeah, like I said, I mean, I was, I was entertained nonetheless. Um, so for sure. So before we get into the, um, picking the division winners for the, the AFC and NFC West, uh, do you have any news or notes or anything, uh, buzzworthy coming out of, uh, Philadelphia? Uh, yeah. Two really, really, really big things um, in my head is that Jalen Rager and um, Quez Watkins have been flashing all over the place. Um, they are quick. Um, Jalen Rager's have been dominant, um, catching balls, running routes, things like that. But Quez Watkins is a freaking burner. Um, in my opinion, he's he's definitely making the squad. Um, I mean, but then again, we all we talked about it last year that. This last draft was super, super, super deep with receivers anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I know that, you know, thinking back that Philly was really upset that we passed on, uh, what, Justin Jefferson or whatnot from LSU mm-hmm. um, or whatnot. But I think what we needed, and I said this in the last uh, that, that episode, I said, well, Jefferson is a dude that you have to kind of play out of the slot. And the way that we run our offense is that we move guys all over the place. And mm-hmm. Jalen Rager is one of those dudes that, even though he is five eleven, he has a forty two inch vertical, and he play he can play like literally any spot on the field. So we have a more versatile offense than that. And um, I like what I've seen out of him. And then, like I said, Quez Watkins is a freaking burner. I'm just more or less looking to see if he can develop a legitimate route tree, because not every play you're going to be running a deep post. Um, which is what he's been doing and dominating people on. But overall, um, I'm just looking at wide receiver development because we drafted a few guys. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, there's really not much going on. Um, 
yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I mean Barnett and um, what's his face is still out. Um, don't forget that other. Oh, Hargrave is still out. Um, they're week to week, but uh, Sanders. Um, he had a stinger, but I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, it's not that bad as much as you know. You get on social media and they blow it all up, like, "Oh, he's out." This, that, a third. Our, our well, season's a lot over. Of it, yeah, a lot like, of it's gonna no, be no. They're just per, like a lot of it's precautionary. It's precautionary. He's got a stinger. He's fine. Um, so other than that, there really isn't much buzz going on other than those two, those two guys plus the Sanders having a stinger. What about over there in DC? I know there's a there's a couple of situations going on. Yeah. So as far as um. Washington football team is concerned. First and foremost, uh, it was revealed to the media yesterday um, that Coach Ron Rivera has cancer. Right. I believe they said it's a uh, cancer in the lymph, lymph nodes, mm-hmm. um, which, based on what um, I heard, what I kind of read, um, and Rivera saying they caught it early enough, it does seem like. Um, he should pull through. Right. And, I mean, everybody knows he's tough as you know what. <laughs> tough as nails, dude. <clears throat> so I feel like if anybody's going to pull through, I mean, it's definitely him. So For sure. You know, like my family's thoughts and prayers are definitely with him and his family. Absolutely. Um, Same here. Yeah. And, I, I mean, definitely wish him a speedy recovery. So I also heard today a little bit, so I guess plan B in, in – in, I guess in the sense, if he has to miss any time, Del Rio will step in, which is fine. Which, <laughs> and I, well, I, I I don't. I mean, a couple of games. So he was he was three and one as an interim coach in Denver. Right. Right. So I I guess in a pinch it's fine. Anything long term, I think he's proven he's not a head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, all I things that. considered, all in all, mm. I think it'll be fine. Um, but again, to me, it's much bigger than football. It's about health. It's about right. life. Um, you know, so first order of business is definitely, uh, coach Rivera, you know, getting, getting healthy. So, um, and then in other news, uh, I, I just feel like things keep piling on for Darius Geis. So yeah. he smaller, well, okay. So there's two things here the first one is smaller than the next one but uh, i i want to say it was back in june or something he got a reckless driving ticket in i believe it was fairfax county mm-hmm. he was doing 95 into 55 oh god um and so <laughs> for those of you who don't know that aren't in the dc maryland or virginia area northern virginia does not play um they do not dude. those cops do not play uh whatsoever when it comes to anything especially speeding and reckless driving so um he does face a sticky situation there um i've known people who have just gotten reckless driving and they're always advised to get a lawyer um because he can face up to one year in jail oh wow um, for that now that's not likely um but we have seen it happen Mm -hmm. so there's that now getting to the much more serious situation two females from lsu have alleged that darius geis raped them in his freshman year, so I believe that was 2016. Mm-hmm. One one of the females, so you know their names are protected for, for you know yeah for for their you know to remain anonymous. Uh, but one played tennis, and then the other one uh, was just a student. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe they all lived in the same like kind of like apartment complex area. Okay. Right. Um, so I read, I believe it was a USA Today 
uh, they they had the story. So like I was reading through that, there was failures at multiple levels. If everything that was in there is true, right? Right. Again, I said it the last um, time we talked about um, Darius guys, unfortunately, and those three domestic violence charges. Right. We need to shift our mindset away from, well, what if the girls are lying, right? Not just in that situation, but just in general, because yeah, this is why a lot of things do go unreported. And, mm-hmm. it, and, and it is unfortunate because there are situations where females do lie like with reuben foster when he was with the 49ers Mm -hmm. his ex-girlfriend i guess was in tampa the same time the niners were playing tampa went to the hotel Mm -hmm. blah 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 what have you whatever transpired um it led to his release from the 49ers Uh, a little bit of time went by and the ex-girlfriend recanted her story boom boom whatever he ends up on our team Mm -hmm. so those situations do happen they irritate the hell out of me because it does mess things up for true and actual victims. 100%. Right? And then not only that, but you yourself, if you're crying wolf, if something, God forbid, does happen to you, mm-hmm. now you've already got something on record saying that, that, you, that you, you contradicted yourself, that you were pretty much lying. So now who's going to believe you? So, you right. know, there there are those females especially when it comes to famous people and professional athletes they're out for a payday they're out for some clout like they're they're right. trying to get their come up whatever um so you really got to be careful now mm-hmm. back to the ladies at LSU from everything i read from the USA today and then they found out about let's see the Washington football team found out about it i believe it was a day or two before they ultimately released Darius uh so there was, let's see, I believe the attorney for the Washington football team had reached out to one one of or both of the victims and they were speaking to them because they were doing an internal investigation. Mm-hmm. Now, once they released Darius, they, the team um, attorney subsequently dropped the investigation and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. it seems like those women, uh, th- their stories were consistent throughout the year. Now, they were reported to friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um other teammates who then reported it, whether it was to coaches or to the training staff or mm-hmm. to the, I believe it's like the title 10 board um, or office right. um, that's supposed to protect these players. Um, and it was ignored at every single level. And what really stuck out to me, and I mean, I've always been an LSU fan, mm-hmm. uh, Virginia Tech and LSU. Those are just like the two teams that I happen to follow. Right. Uh, now, one of the victims, <clears throat> I can't remember if she was a tennis player or not. She has a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. He was going to be a freshman the next year. Mm-hmm. He had accepted a football scholarship. Okay. So she told him what happened. He steered clear of Darius Geis because he was angry. He said he would have went off on him. Mm-hmm. He, based on what I was reading in the USA Today, stated um, that Coach O came and told him, hey, don't like I wouldn't worry about all that everybody's girlfriend sleeps with other people. Now Mm. he was taken aback by it because he never mentioned anything to anybody. So that just goes to show you that somehow, whether it was because Darius had said something to other players or word got around that, because it was again, reported to other coaches, other training staff, like I said, the title 10 office, um, you know, so long story short, word got around and then it got back to him. So that was like super awkward. So like I said, mm-hmm. there was failures at, at, at many levels to protect these women. Um, 
And so that's where I really took issue with. Right. And in one of them, what I was reading, uh, so the tennis player, she, uh, you know, started doing drugs, drinking, oh you know, so things like spiraled out of control. For sure. I guess she had showed up to practice drunk, whatever. Coach kicked her off the team. Mm-hmm. Um, the team paid for her basically to go to rehab, get better. Her mm-hmm. dad had mentioned to the coach, hey, you know, my daughter was raped by one of the players on the LSU football team. Mm-hmm. And the tennis coach as he quoted, said, I don't believe her. Um, wow. That right there is some BS. It is some BS. Um, one of the victims also went to, or was at the, I believe it was, it the, and I, I should have it pulled up again. I read it like, you know, when it first came out. It was either one of the other players <clears throat> that was seeking medical attention or something somehow anyway. So they were talking to the nurse and the nurse pretty much said, well, Darius is like a god around here, so it'll just get swept under the rug. Wow. So these are the issues that are perpetuated, and that's just one. Think about, A, other players from that school, and then other schools in general. I mean, clearly right. this isn't the first story we've heard about a player um, and these types of things happening. Um, but what does suck is clearly the first thing, you know, the defense – is always going to do is look at the female. Oh, well, she was drunk. Right. She allowed Darius to come over. She was asking for it. She was this. No, the hell with all that. No. So that stuff no has to, no, yeah, to me, that stuff has to stop. But like I said, I mean, Darius is clearly, he's 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 got some things he needs to work out. Mm-hmm. He's, he definitely needs help. Um, Absolutely. You know, and I mean, if anybody's curious about reading, just, you know, find the USA Today article. Right. It was... I don't know. It, it, it was alarming. And then both um, basically like, you know, like made me angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's that. So like I said, to me, I think his time in the league is done, period. Oh, yeah. Um, there's I don't you. It's hard. You can't come back from that, especially after the Ray Rice situation. Right. And, when, and yeah. yeah, there's no way he's coming back. He's yeah. done. To me, it's a done deal. Uh, so another news with the team: Alex Smith has been cleared. He's out there. He's yes, off the pup sir. List. He had participated in some nine on nine drills, not full eleven on eleven. Now I was I, I was super busy today, so I didn't get to like camp updates for today um, to see if maybe he had progressed and got out there. But I know yesterday uh, he was doing the the nine versus nine. People were, you know, oohing and on in the sense because there's a there's a clip out there where it's Haskins and Smith and they both drop back, uh, you know, receivers on both sides. You know how camp stuff is. Yeah. So they both do out routes or, or um, it almost looks like a post route. Haskins sailed the ball over to receiver. Alex zipped it in there. <laughs> So, you know, Twitter, they're going to, oh, they're taking it to the next level. Yeah. Twitter, do your thing. You know, so everybody's like, oh, Haskins is a bum. And I was like, oh, Lord. That's one play. Here here we go. But then there's also footage where Haskins hit. I want to say it was Sprinkle. Jeremy Sprinkle was tight end or it was somebody. Anyway, it was a receiver. Um in the back of the end zone, it was almost like a toe tap. Mm-hmm. So Haskins drops back, pressure comes in, he side he sidesteps, climbs the pocket, escapes, and then boom, hits him right. on a bang bang like athletic play. Right. And that gets very little run. So like yeah. the thing the thing that kind of irritates me in a sense is it's like, wait, we we root for the team, we're fans of the team, but it's like we always find some negative stuff to say. Right. Um, and, and I mean, I get it. Like it's going to happen, yeah. but people put too much stock into what's going on during camp. Right. For and sure. some, some of it is the reporters. 
like you see and like like I'll read it and and I don't know if it's clickbait or whatever like I, I don't like to assume how or why people write the articles the way that they do yeah or or like the headlines but you know it's just it's definitely one of those things where it's like you're basically mother effing this dude yeah but you're like oh well all things point to he's a week one starter you know so it's like i get calling it how you see it mm-hmm. okay he had some errant throws he had some interceptions he had this he had that not making excuses but i get how it looks worse because you have alex smith coming off of the the broken leg mm-hmm. fighting for his life not just you know to get back to football but for his actual life um and then he's able to zip the ball in, blah, blah, blah. I don't sure. put much into it. To me, Haskins is your week one starter. Um, by all accounts, he's progressing fine. Yeah. Everything's looking good. Um, we, I don't know if you heard this. We And this is the last thing as far as Washington uh, news is concerned for today. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Redskins did release Thaddeus Moss. No. Uh, right. So he – so – they released him, but it was basically due to like medical issues or whatever. Okay. So he's barely been out there from what I was reading. Um, now, if he clears waivers, then he'll end up on their like medical list or whatever. Uh, so I don't know exactly how all that works. But long story short, it doesn't seem like our tight end coach was too thrilled with him okay. anyway. So I don't know what his actual issue was. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I, it's. I wish there wasn't COVID so there was more access. Right. So, you know, we can get a more in-depth feel to what's going on with each of these players and position groups and, and all those things. But, um, but yeah, so there's that as far as a notable release. Um, and then, obviously, they're going to start dwindling down to their final roster. For sure. Um, over the next couple of weeks because, again, week one is basically right around the corner. It's like a little mm. more than three weeks away. So that's all I got there. There you go. Um, so why don't we do this? Let's start with the NFC West. Okay. Um, and we'll give our prediction. So for those who, again, live under a rock or is the first time hearing the word football um, and you just happen to listen to our podcast, first of all, we appreciate it. Second yes, of all, the NFC West is, <laughs> is made up of the Arizona Cardinals, the Los Angeles Rams, San Francisco 49ers, and the Seattle Seahawks. Yep. So, Marcus, we'll start with you. Who do you have winning and why? So, my division winner um, for this division, it has to be the Seahawks for me. Mm. Just because of the fact that I think um, Russell Wilson, um, every year this dude gets better. I don't know if you've seen this dude's pictures, like, since camp. Mm-mm. This dude looks like he he added like ten to fifteen pounds of just straight muscle. Like really? he looks like a straight juggernaut at the quarterback position. But you also got to think that they still got guys. Or like as LeBron James says, juggernaut. Juggernaut, right? And like Ty, you still got Tyler Lockett, um, Chris Carson, Carlos Hyde, uh, DK Metcalf on defense. You got Bobby Wagner, Bruce Irvin, KJ Wright, Quentin Dunbar, and then they just added what Jamal Adams to shore up that safety spot. So I think with that defense intact and, and as nice as they are, because they the only reason they got Jamal Adams was to shut down guys like Kittle and um and just top tier tight ends and receivers like that. So because that was their Achilles heel last year. So now that they short up the safety spot, I mean, I don't see really too many teams really stopping them now. 
Some people are like, well, why aren't you taking the Niners? Um, I still have the Niners getting into the playoffs. Um, oh, for sure. With Tavon. I mean, they added Tavon Austin. I mean, he's good in spots with, you know, like, I mean, with jet sweeps, stuff like that. Right. Um, they still have Juszczyk, Um, Obviously, Kittle. Raheem Mostert's a problem. Their defense is legit with Sherman, D. Ford, Quan Alexander, Nick Bosa. But for whatever reason, in my head, I think Russell Wilson has taken his game to another level, especially with his fitness. And like I said, that defense, um, especially when you get deep into the secondary, was a problem, and they fixed that in the offseason. Now they gave up, like, the farm to get him. Oh, yeah. But, like I said, by sh- by shoring up that safety spot, I don't I don't I don't see any reason why you cannot take the Seahawks right now. Interesting. So um I actually picked the Cardinal. No, I'm joking. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. No, no disrespect to Arizona. Um I am gonna go with the 49ers for I mean a few obvious reasons. I mean, they made it to the Super Bowl last year. Right. Um they acquired Trent Williams. Yes, right? they did. So I think that's going to do nothing but give Garoppolo a little bit more time. A little bit more time. Um, reports in that regard was he was preventing Bosa from getting into the backfield. Okay. Right? So right. Trent, yeah, he's in the latter part of his career. He was serviceable. You know, lifelong uh, Redskins, Washington Redskins player. Uh, very, very beloved. Um, but, yeah, you know, he's in San Francisco now. Um I still don't think he's a slouch. I think he'll get the job done now. Right. He does get banged up um, pretty easily, but he's tough, so he'll play through quite a bit. Um, I think I think he'll be fine. Um, but, again, I think that adds just a, 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 another layer of protection mm-hmm. on the offense. You just listed some of, the, the, some of their key offensive players. Now, they are – temporarily right now as it stands without Debo Samuel and he's got the broken foot I guess yes, that was does. in June um so I guess he's still iffy for week one he'll be back at some point now they did lose Jalen Hurd to a torn ACL uh so that could potentially hurt him on that end but like you said you know they have Tavon Austin um they still have Kittle Brandon Ayuk is friggin killing camp right now yeah and then they also have, lest we forget, Kyle Shanahan. That dude can scheme up an offense. Oh, right? for sure, dude. So he, I mean, we got to see it firsthand here in Washington, right, when him and his dad were here. Oh, yeah. I love how, yes, you always are going to get players that fit your system, right? right? But you're also, you can't be so stuck in your ways and stubborn that it's my way or the highway because right. that, that rarely works, right? Rarely works. So, especially given what's going on, he's he's gonna adjust. He's gonna adapt. He can get receivers open. He can mm-hmm. get tight ends open. You know. So, I have faith that their offense will move the ball. Now, their defense, I think, is still gonna be just as stout. Right. Um. Now they did. Uh, shoot. What was his name? Uh, DeForest Bunkner. Yeah. Right? He or excuse me, Buckner. He got traded to the Colts. Yeah, right. So he's gone. So they'll miss that. But they got um, shoot. What's his name? Kinlaw. Yep, Javon Kinlaw. Yeah, as his replacement. Right. Yep. So hopefully, 
if as advertised, he should be able to step in mm-hmm. and and fill that void. If not this year, definitely next year going forward. And then obviously they got Nick Bosa and then Quan Alexander. Yep. Um, they got Richard Sherman still. I mean, I don't know how much of liability he'll be at his age. Um, yeah. You know, but overall, I think their defense will be stingy. I think they'll be good up front. Yeah. Um, I think their linebacking core is solid. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean. I don't see why they can't win that division. Now, mm. to me, you can't go wrong picking Seattle. No, because you really can't. Yes, I get it. 2013, 2014. Well, hell, even like 2012, right? That was the year Russell Wilson was a rookie. Mm-hmm. They strung some things together. That defense was was vicious. Oh, Russ has never really had a great offensive line. He really hasn't. So I feel like... Even with all of those woes on offense, because there's times that he barely even had any receivers. Right. And they always are in the mix. Like, you can't 100%. count them dudes out. It doesn't matter. Like, even at the start of the season, you know, they may be like two and four, two and five. They will string and, together like six And they wins. string together some wins. And then you're just like, before you know it, they're like one game out, two games out. And then you look up like, oh, wow, they're, you know, division leaders, whatever. So, yeah, I mean, to me, you can't go wrong with mm-hmm. Seattle. Um, but, yeah, but for all the things that I said about the 49ers, I'm going to pick San Francisco. There you go. All right, so moving into the AFC West, West, which is comprised of the Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders, and Chargers. And this is one of those divisions that I'm definitely going to be watching this season. Oh, yeah. Just because of all of the talent and the excitement and the buzz they've gotten over the past, what, season and a half? Mm-hmm. Just between all four franchises? Oh, yeah. So tell me who you're picking to win this division. And all right, so I think this one's pretty straightforward. Um, You know, we're going Chargers here. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Okay, I'm done doing bits. No, the Chiefs, right? Okay. For clear and obvious reasons. Um, they're loaded, dude. Yeah, I mean, they're just – they're loaded. Now, my knock on the Chiefs, I always feel like if they are going to get got, it's going to be on defense. Um, yeah. But, I mean, because Fuller, he's gone. He came back to us. Yeah. Breland – is Breland – did Breland resign there? I can't remember. Ooh, I got to look that up. Um, And I, I can't – I can't think of anybody else that they really lost on defense. But, I mean, again, it really – it's not their defense. It's winning them a whole bunch of games. Nah, he's still there. He's still he's still the 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 the, the Chiefs. Yeah. So, all in all, Honey Badger. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. all in all, I, I just don't see. I mean, they they won the Super Bowl. They are good. They got very good. Patty Fat Stacks. Yeah. So how can you how can you go against the Chiefs? I mean, you can uh, obviously, but I think anybody'd be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> even 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 you, Marcus, if you oh, mess around and pick go. Denver or something. Oh. No. No, I think I think Mahomes I think Mahomes is going to bold bold prediction here. Uh hot sports take. I think he'll win MVP. Mm. Um I don't know. I see them going back to the Super Bowl, man. Yeah. Um I feel you on that, but guess what? I am taking the hottest take of here we go yeah. our, our of our podcast Las Vegas season situation, whatever Denver. we got going on this year. I am taking Los Angeles. I am taking friggin' Denver. And oh, I'm going to break down why. Yeah, please do. Because here's the thing, you know, at a certain point, you know, 
quarterbacks tend to tend to pop after a certain amount of time, like especially in their second and third okay. season. Um, I think Drew Locke is gonna have one of his, well, if in my opinion, his best season yet. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they drafted well, and when I say drafted, you drafted well. And Jerry friggin' Judy, dude, literally what top four, top five receiver out of the draft. Mm-hmm. On top of them going out and getting Melvin Gordon, on top of Noah Fan, on top of Philip uh, Phil, uh, Philip Lindsay, um, I think their offense is going to be crazy. Um, especially having a guy like Jerry Judy to stretch the field, and if they get into trouble, they have two stud running backs to go to. You know what I mean? So, like, what is the best security blanket for any – I want to – well, he's not a rookie anymore, but any young quarterback is having a stout run game. And you really can't yeah. ask for a better tandem in, no, in, um, in uh, Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay. And I yeah. love Philip Lindsay by himself. Oh, yeah. No, he – That dude is – Dude's a beast. He gets busy. Yes, he does. So, I think they're set up for success, and I'm counting on the Chiefs having a crazy Super Bowl hangover. I know it's crazy saying that because you got Travis Kelsey, freaking Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill, and then you're adding freaking Clyde Edwards-Hilaire who can catch the ball out of the backfield. Like, that's a problem. The dude is like a little freaking wrecking ball, Um, especially watching him play for LSU. So I see where you're picking – the friggin' Chiefs, but I, I don't know, man. I, I I got a weird feeling about that Super Bowl hangover situation. And like you said, their secondary, especially on defense, can get got. And um, I don't know. I just got a really good feeling about Drew Locke and that offense. I think the I think the Broncos can easily get about 11, 12 wins. I mean, I got them taking. I got them upsetting the Steelers. I got them. Uh, Obviously, they're going to beat the Jets, the Patriots. Um, I have them beating the Dolphins. I don't think – I wouldn't be surprised if they split with the Chiefs. I got them beating the Chargers, the Saints, um, even the Raiders and the Bills. Like, I think they can get 11, maybe even sneak out 12 games next season just just off the strength of their offense. I mean, granted, defense, they still got guys like Bradley Chubb and then a, a, a veteran in Von, in Von Miller. But I like I said I like this offense like the weapons a lot. Dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then again, it also depends on how much time they can buy Drew Locke. But then again, like I said, if they can't get time based on the defense that they're playing, right? You got two stud running backs back there, dude. Right. That can literally get four, five, six yards a carry. Right. So well, and then Lindsey can catch the ball out he of the can backfield. Ca- exactly. Quick little screen. You know, hundred percent, dude. And no offense is a freaking problem, dude. Oh yeah. Freaking problem. So, like I said, I have the Broncos surprising everybody this season. Interesting. Yeah, I – well, it's okay. So, mm. I'm clearly going to stay with my Chiefs, right? <laughs> no no reason not to. Right. Now, I will say, quick side note, we won't get too far off on anything. The hell with the Chiefs, like, as a team. <laughs> and this is what I'm – and this is why, right? So, there's always a reason to why I say shit. When we were the Washington Redskins, right? HTTR, right. hail to the Redskins. Mm-hmm. How in the hell is the Chiefs gonna start doing hail to the Chiefs? Don't make no U- sense. UMFs wasn't doing that crap last Not year nah, or any fam. year before. As soon as we like our <laughs> like our wounds didn't even heal. <laughs> Talking about we're not gonna be the Redskins anymore, and right. East Bama's putting out like a billboard. Hail to the Chiefs! Hail, hail to the Chiefs. Crazy you got the guys on NFL Network talking about hail to the Chiefs. If you don't shut up with that crap, man, they got a paycheck for that. Man, 
So that's my only gripe with them. So if the Broncos win, then I'm cool with it. Right. <laughs> because, like I said, for for that, I mean, I'm just bitter in in that regard. But mm-hmm. no, I mean, you do you do make an interesting point, right? Mm-hmm. So Locke is one of those ones where I root for him because I don't have a reason not to. Right. You know, there's no vested interest in me hoping that his team doesn't do well or he himself doesn't do well. Right. Um. So yeah, I always like to. I think more so this year would be easier to do it because ain't nothing else really going on mm-hmm. to like catch more games. You know what I mean? But I I always like try to pick one team with like a young QB or, you know, like a stud receiver or, mm-hmm. you know, just one of those like positions that you say, OK, this dude can be, you know, like a cornerstone of the offense or the defense, whatever. Right. Um, and that's how I was last year. Um with like Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. right? Rightfully so. Uh, so yeah, this year, what is it? His third year. Yeah. So yeah, I think to me this will be that make or break season for him. Yeah. Um, he's been in the same system. Yeah, because they haven't really. Did, wait, did they have a coaching change? I don't think so. No. Yeah. So he should be. He should be good to go. I thought last year was the first. Didn't they have a new coach last year? Yeah. They're yeah Vic Fangio. Yeah. So. We'll see how we'll see how they get busy this year. So, Marcus picked <laughs> <laughs> Marcus picked the Broncos. Um, I picked the Chiefs. Yeah, you picked the Seahawks. I picked the Niners. Yep. So that'll be interesting to see see how it goes. Um, I'm gonna make a note here so we can go back at the end of the season and go look. <laughs> you know, see what's up for sure. Um. Cool. Wait, next to the Broncos, I'm going to say 12 wins. We're going to see how that eight is. <laughs> right? Hey, barring barring injury, yeah, you know, as, long as, as long as people stay healthy, anything can happen. Anything so, can happen. Like I said, we've, I, we've seen stranger things. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, the Eagles won the Super Bowl one year, <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's it as far as the AFC and the NFC West. Uh, we'll get into two more um division winners next week yes sir um and then we should be able to finish that off the following week Mm -hmm. with the last two Mm -hmm. and then what we'll do is the episode the week of the season starting right so we'll start on sunday so we'll probably record tuesday wednesday hopefully um we'll go for the first quarter of the season Mm -hmm. you know you for for your team um and i'll do the same for mine Mm mm-hmm We'll kind of see where we stand now. We play each other week one. Yes, we do. Uh, so that'll be fun to break down. Yeah, um, Kind of go over, you know, what we see. And, and it's hard because there's no preseason, right? No preseason. So you have an idea of your team. I have an idea of my team. Like, I haven't been able to see yours. You have, you know, vice versa. So I, I think it'll be interesting. I think week one across the board will be relatively sloppy. So that'll be oh, for everybody, interesting. Dude. Um, but yeah, so we'll go through the first quarter of the season. Um, I'll give my prediction where I see the Washington football team through four games and you'll do that for the Eagles. Um, yep. but again, that'll be the episode. So I guess what, like three weeks from now. Yes, sir. Uh, the week before the season starts. Um, yeah. And that's it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. That's what we got. So, you know, thank you again for tuning in. Um, we're the Average Sports Guys. If you guys would please check us out on our website, 
Um, you can listen to us on any major podcasting platform, whether that's any Apple one. Music, friggin' Spotify, whatever. Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. You can listen through the through the website. For sure. Absolutely. Um, once again, we are the Average Sports Guys, and we are out. Thank you. Thank you.